This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafumo. Mark Thompson. Get woke. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Ladies and gentlemen, time again for our weekly segment, Your Favorite and Mine, Thursday Coast, with the founder and publisher of DailyCoast.com, founder of Civics with a Q, and the host of the ever-popular podcast, the brief download wherever you get your podcast. Marcos joins us once again from the left coast. Hey man, how are you? Doing great. How are you doing, Mark? I, I'm good. I'm good. How what was your what were your thoughts? Did you even bother to watch the debate? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. We can't talk about the debate because it was funny. There was a headline, I think it was CNN that was like, the stakes, what are the stakes at tonight's debate? And it's like zero literally zero. Not only has Trump gone from about 40% in the, in the primary polling at the beginning of the year, he's around 60% now, but the cast of clowns that are supposedly opposing him, they still don't criticize him. It's other than Chris Christie, who is probably the one person who's less popular than Donald Trump. Nobody, they still, I'm not sure what they think they are doing. And we, we've talked about this from the first debate, right? Their one chance was to gang up on Trump and create a narrative that there was real opposition to Donald Trump. And instead, they still treat him like kid gloves with kid gloves. And so they're all surrounds. They weren't able to create that narrative. They're a joke. Ron DeSantis gets creepier and creepier. I didn't watch the debate, but I watched those clips that are circulating on social media. And he's weird. And, and the VAC was as obnoxious as always. And I think even Republicans had lost patience with them. And Christie attacked Trump. Nobody's taking Christie seriously. And so I guess that's Nikki Haley. And Nikki Haley's sitting at 10% of the polls. So I'm not sure what, there were no stakes. They, they had stakes early on. They decided to, to not attack Trump. And that was that. That was the end of the, that primary. One of the things I did find that happened too, which is curious, Vivek and DeSantis ganged up on Nikki. I don't know, we usually gang up on somebody who's a front runner or a threat. And even she looked puzzled. Y'all know I ain't going away either. I don't even understand. So it's okay. It's like they had a meeting and said, this is absurd. There's nothing for us else to do. So let's just attack her because we don't have anything else 
And then Chris Christie's defending her as a woman. I'm like, why are you all even? And I felt yeah, sorry no, for her, but I didn't understand. No, seriously. They might as well have attacked you or me. We weren't even there. Marcos, yeah, no, Melissa, exactly. and Mark was, Thompson it, are no it good. Was <laughs> as relevant. If they don't attack the actual front runner, like, why? What? What's there? There's literally no point to what they're doing, and it's a waste of everybody's time. And we just heard. I just saw the news about literally three minutes ago, Mark, that CNN is going to host two more of these primary debates, and I, I'm just wondering why, why, <laughs> why. <laughs> Maybe it's notable that Republicans are letting CNN host the debate, two of them, after they acted like they weren't going to do any debates. But I don't understand what they think they're getting out of it because they won't go after Donald Trump. They won't go after the actual real front runner. That's what they should be all be ganging up on. Can you imagine all four of them just like relentlessly attacking Donald Trump? And maybe they might create at least a little bit of momentum. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Nikki Haley, that's your threat, guys. Okay. None of them are going to be vice president. So it's not like you're even auditioning to be Trump's vice president. So there's literally no point. None. Did you see Kevin McCarthy's resignation coming? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, in a way that I'm surprised that Nancy Pelosi hasn't resigned, to be honest. Once you're at the top, it's it's a little to um, stick around once you're no longer at the top. It's just, was he really going to go back to being a backbencher? Didn't really make a lot of sense. So generally speaking, anytime a leader is ousted in a legislative body, and not just in the U.S., but just generally speaking, that's usually a sign that your time has come, go away. And uh, you see it a lot in, in British parliamentary system where, where prime minister loses and then they usher out the loser and uh, i it republicans mark i i can't understate just what a disaster losing mccarthy is for the republicans he was their single financial fundraising draw in the house trump ain't gonna help no house republicans right because usually you have the standard bear also helps a house and no there's no trump's out for himself he's doing his own thing and McCarthy was really good at raising money. He raised his pack alone, raised $70 million in the last two years. That's not including the money he raised for the D uh, or the NRCC, the National Republican Congressional Committee, their, their house uh, fundraising arm. He raised hundreds of millions of dollars altogether in the last couple of years. That's gone. That's gone. And in fact, there's the story today in Politico about how the California Republicans down in Orange County, which is their, their battleground, very expensive districts for their, they're in the uh, Los Angeles media market. And they really were propped up by McCarthy's money. And that's gone. He's taking it all with him. So I know a lot of Republicans are complaining that he quit and that their margin has shrunk in the house. Margin's fine. They're, they're going to be okay. Best case scenario, they'll still have a six seat majority in the house. That's best case if we win special election and win the Santos seat and so on. I'm not, that's not as big of a deal to me. And yeah, it makes it easier to win, maybe to get the house back, but not really because McCarthy seat, Trump won it by 40 points. So it's, it's not really a competitive seat, but his money, Mark. And, and that Mike Johnson does not raise money. He's never raised money. In fact, the last 
thing we saw on this. Did you see this mark yesterday? It's circulating where he, the last uh, public appearance he made a couple of weeks ago, where he said he was like Moses. He was having his Moses moment that he was brought in by God to have a Moses moment. So he, he thinks he's going to, I don't know, pray his way to, to retaining the majority. I don't know what he's doing, but he sure as heck is it raising money. And already the, uh, the Democratic House committee is dramatically outpacing fundraising the, uh, the Republican one and now it's even before McCarthy got ousted. So they're going to be in a world of hurt financially. That, that, that's, uh, yeah, it's a very bizarre situation. And even in the Senate, McConnell's just checked out. He's checked out. He's not raising money. So it's going to be a weird, and I think part of it is that all the, all the money is going to Trump. He's sucking it all up. He doesn't share. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Speaking of Trump, you've just written about there's this uh, what there's a possibility. It seems as if some of the the media is covering Trump being a radical threat more. Is that what you're what you're finding? Yeah, it, we're seeing more of it, and and a lot of it because just because I don't know if they had a choice. <laughs> Sean Hannity asked him twice if he was going to be a dictator, and both times. Trump said, on day one, on day one, my whole theme has been, you don't have to believe us, just hear what they're saying, listen to what they're saying. And all of Steve Bannon and Patel and Trump, they're all promising fascism. They're not hiding it. J.D. Vance is demanding an investigation into a Washington Post columnist for writing that Trump is promising fascism. This is the future we're talking about. Liz Cheney said that this, if Trump is elected, it may be our last election. And she's not, it's not hyperbole. This is, this is what is absolutely, I don't know if people don't want to internalize it. They don't believe it. There's this weird phenomenon, Mark. I think we talked about it a week or two ago where people still don't think it's going to be Trump versus Biden. Like it's just people haven't internalized the reality of what the matchup is going to be. They think that primaries are going to give us somebody else. They don't know what that looks like. They don't even know who's running. They don't seem to care, to be honest. They just think something else is going to happen. They don't want to believe it. It's willful. It's just a willful like, uh, rejection of reality because they don't like that reality. And But it is what it is. It's going to be Trump versus Biden. And Trump, at this point, he's not pretending anymore. He's literally saying he's going he's gonna to come in and he's promising retribution and he's promising to be a dictator literally promising. Hannity asked him twice. It was a softball. He, and he even said, you know, 
people are accusing you wrongly of wanting to be a dictator. Odyssey, that's crazy talk, right? What do you say? No, I'll be a dictator on day one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really mean that, do you? I'm going to be a dictator on day one. Oh my God. Right. Believe them. They are promising exactly what they want to deliver. And what, Mark, I don't, Trump always has, he's always worshiped strongmen, Vladimir Putin. He talked about Tiananmen Square, how China almost lost itself because they didn't crack down tough enough. He loves strongmen. He, that's his mode of thinking. And right. when he won in 2016, I don't think anybody expected him to win, including him. And so he wasn't prepared. Like he's prepared now. They are ready to implement fascism. So it, <laughs> it, it seems like cliche and trite and the boy who cried wolf. And I, I hate it, but this is the most important election in our lifetime again. And it will be until we defeat Donald Trump and the MAGA movement because they are literal fascism. We need to go back to hating on Liz Cheney instead of appreciating her. <laughs> I look weird, Mark. I don't like it. <laughs> and let's argue over over if billionaires should pay more taxes. But let's like let's keep democracy off the table. Let's just assume I don't think an American presidential candidate has ever been asked if they're gonna be a dictator. Like it was just never even on the mind yeah. of anybody. It was just we understood a basic truth that we respected our democratic the democracy and the democratic ideals. And remember, I miss when Republicans walked around with their pocket constitutions. Right. They were hypocritical and they always acted like there's one, you know, one amendment that mattered, the second amendment and nothing else really mattered, but at least they pretended to have allegiance to the constitution. They don't even pretend it. When's the last time you saw one of them wave a pocket constitution? They've given up. They're not even pretending anymore. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think you just coined a new phrase. They're coming fascist ready. Ready-made fascist. It is not a dress rehearsal anymore. The Heritage Foundation literally has a plan that it's on a takeover, the elimination of ideological foes in the federal bureaucracy. Basically, they'll fire everybody and hire Trumpists, MAGAists to run all the agencies because they, they want a complete and total control ideological control of the government in ways that are not allowed to by, by law and they don't care. And does the Supreme yeah, Court and the Supreme Court uh, don't support them? Yeah. Do they care? But Mark, say the Supreme Court says you can't do that. What's stopping Trump from saying you and what army? Literally nothing. The Supreme Court has no power other than the respect of the institution. And that's eroding as well. No, you're right. What's your take on Hunter Biden and what's going on with him? There, there is a poll by the Associated Press about a month ago, three weeks ago, that found that 60% of Republicans thought that Hunter Biden had done something illegal or unethical, and it was 30% of Democrats thought that too. Of course, he's done, he did some something illegal, like he lied on the gun application, big freaking dealer. But they're trying to do to Biden through Hunter what they did to Hillary Clinton, right? It's just to allege and make up these crazy allegations. So we saw, was it this week? It was earlier this week, right? When he, Comer announced that they had filed direct payments that Joe Biden was on the payroll of the CCCP, Chinese Communist Party. And it was 
Biden lent Hunter some money to buy a truck and Hunter Biden paid him back. And it was what? $4,000 total. And, but they, Comer knows that the headline's going to be direct payment, CTTP. And, and nobody's going to see the follow up, which is like how full of crap they are. So now you got the big battle where they're, where they're trying to subpoena Hunter to come testify, but they want it in secret. And Hunter very smartly has said, no, I'll come and testify anytime you want, but it's got to be in public. And, and so today, James Comer and Kim Jordan very hilariously wrote a letter saying that he had to come at a certain day to testify privately and that he had no choice or they would hold him in contempt. And let's just remember that Jim Jordan's the same guy that ignored at least two congressional subpoenas in the January 6th investigative committee. And he claimed at the time that the subpoenas were illegal because they served no legislative purpose, as though insurrection is not a, a key. But now we're supposed to pretend that Hunter Biden, because he lied on a gun application and didn't pay some taxes, that served some legislative purpose. The hypocrisy is so patently absurd, but the same way Republicans show, like, you can ignore that stuff. What are the consequences? Jim Jordan's still there, and he's pretending now that he has authority to compel people to so money. Mark, if they, if they subpoenaed me, I'd give them the middle finger. And then they call me, <laughs> and I'd give them the middle finger again. What are they going to do? Yeah, they're going to lock him up. Yeah, no, that's not. No, no yeah. Okay, I, if I walk into Congress, a sergeant at arms can maybe arrest me. I think I think he just wouldn't walk into Congress. All the Republicans were in charge. Problem solved. It's so ridiculous. It's just they got nothing else that they're trying so desperately hard to make this a thing. Some people are going to believe it. That's probably what they're hoping in the end, that some people think that the Bidens are corrupt. Because obviously Donald Trump is corrupt and you want to muddy the waters. You want people to go, oh, they're all corrupt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As if you had Donald Trump was the most corrupt American possible, and Joe Biden, who is shockingly squeaky clean for somebody who's been in public office as long as he has, like yeah. you need to muddy that water. You don't want that. You don't want that contrast of the Republicans. Lastly, you shared a poll with me. We're always looking at these polls and what they mean. And, and this was, a, a, I believe, a Harvard poll, and it and it polled young people. And the narrative now is that young people don't want to vote. Young people are not interested. This told us something a little bit different. Yeah, Mark, this is not just a poll. This is the poll. This is the most influential poll of, of youth. And it's an annual poll. So it's only done once a year. And it's a lot of freaking people. It's thousands. And they found that that young people are just as motivated to vote this time as they were in 2020. And that Democrats were much more likely to vote than young Republicans or independents. And so there's, there's, and I think that what was the, the, the numbers? It was 57-33 Biden over Trump. So we're talking a 24-point majority, which is actually where it landed in 2020. So I know there's a lot of, if you see any poll that says that Biden is only winning youth vote by single digits. Just like Mark, you know this. If you see a poll, and we've seen them where Biden is only beating Trump by single digits over with black voters, like we automatically we know okay, that <laughs> that's just ain't gonna happen. And this this is about it. It's clear. And the thing is, again, Mark, we talk about both polls. We've seen that in elections. We've seen that. We saw that last year. 
with the youth turnout and the way that youth vote turned out, how they voted heavily Democratic. So people get freaked out over this poll or that poll. The reality is that the political climate hasn't changed much from 2020, and we're fighting the exact same battle we did then. It's the same states with the same demographics, with the same coalition. And there are always people that are upset about this issue or that issue, and that happens in every single election. And as you remember, Mark, in 2010, it was because Obama didn't support the public option in the Affordable Care Act. And then people stayed home because he didn't support the public option. There's always these issues that sort of tangentially relate to certain people. But the macro trend, it's the same. It's 2020 all over again. And I don't want it. You don't want it. We don't want it. <laughs> That's the battle we're fighting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's the coast. Marcos, as always, we thank you. Go to dailycoast.com. Follow the brief. Download wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks so much. Have a great week. All right, you too. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister or brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.